on this episode. But I just want to be wealthy and comfortable. Like this, yeah. Which I think in America is easily doable. Um, but to be that ultra rich, you got to hustle your ass off. Yeah. And gotta, get lucky. You got to love what you do. I mean, if you're Bill Gates, I don't love anything that much <laughs> other than YouTube. <laughs> right. If I can make millions watching YouTube, that might make that. Everybody and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, American Idol finalist Adam Radliff. I don't know what that shit's all about. Uh, I do not watch that show. I can't remember anything you're referencing from our last episode. <laughs> but you can go fuck yourself. I just said that because you have a beautiful voice. That's not the case. I've been told by multiple people, including my mother, that my voice is boring. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To each their own, I guess. He's not wrong. <laughs> and today we also have on the show special guest uh, comedian Dylan Alexander and host of the Typical Misfit podcast. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you for having me, y'all. You're welcome. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about your podcast. Oh, man, my podcast, I mean, honestly, it just started as like kind of an outlet for me mm-hmm. as a comedian, uh, just to talk shit, get those streams of consciousness out. You know, because comedians, we got all these weird-ass thoughts, and we just, you know... Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. So, like... <laughs> this uh, He's on the, this small comedian, you know, you yeah, may have this, heard of him. Guy, uh, maybe on Netflix, you might have heard of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real niche yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's, like, kind of where I got the inspiration from. Uh-huh. You know, the fact that he's, like, one of the few guys that just talks by himself. And it's, it's not... It doesn't look insane, you know? It's yeah. just, I'm just talking shit. Yeah, and somebody's listening. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's just how I kind of started, kind of like a almost like a journal in a way. Okay, that's yeah. kind of cool. I started to listen to it today, and then I got swamped at work. I'll check it out hey, more. No pressure, but it's not for no, I like I like hearing what I like hearing other podcasts. I like hearing what other people's ideas are, their mm. take on things, and the that's what I got initially was like you're just kind of speaking your mind, and I was like, okay, this is I like where you were going with it. So I got to listen to it more on a day when I'm not so crazy. Like, um, yeah, so I appreciate crazy. you even attempting. That means a lot. <laughs> he is. So what I like about it. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, oh, yeah. a lot of local support, the local comedians. Um, none of them pay me back for it. So fuck them. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Dylan is the king of the rant. This dude, will just, like, <laughs> he will go off on some little, I, I don't know how you do it. Like you said, you're talking, you're just talking. Yeah. yeah. And, do you plan out what you're going to say before you get going or is this what's in your head at the time? Um, I tried at first to kind of have little notes of what I might talk about. Um, but I just found the best way for me is just to kind of just uh, pretend like I'm talking to the homie or something mm-hmm. and then just like free flowing, whatever just comes. And it's just easier that way. It's more natural. you mm-hmm. know. Kind of like this. I like this setup, you know. I've been to other podcasts and people are just like structured and like we can right, hit yeah. these points and it's like, like come on man what are we the no. newscast what are we doing like, <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta have a good time you gotta be relaxed yeah hey. have you gotten any like weird feedback from any of your episodes have you ever gotten somebody like I can't believe you talked about this or 
or weird feedback. Um, you have like an email where people can write in or anything, or have you gotten some reviews? That- um, I got reviews. Um, I got like twelve reviews, man. Shout out to all the reviewers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, over the course of three years, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh. I mean, nah, nobody's really hit me up. I always say, hey, hit me, you know, hit me up on Instagram, but I'm, I don't got a following like that yet, but we'll get there. So there's no other comics that listen to it, but like, oh my God, this episode, you were talking about X, Y, and Z, it was wild. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, like Pat Thomas would fuck with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sounds about right. <laughs> he's a fellow podcaster, you know. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to start coming back out in the scene more. I think he went out to Rudd's on Monday. Oh really? So, yeah, he's coming back. Oh yeah, I saw his name on the list. Yeah, shout out Pat Thomas, Big Pat. He's like he saw that thing at the Suez Canal and he's like, now is my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tugboat yes. captain himself. It's like, people uh-huh. are talking about tugboats again. <laughs> like, nah, this isn't going to last, Pat. A whole lot of boat shit, baby. Yeah, he had a fun. Do you ever do his podcast? Oh yeah, yeah, his, a few times. He's got a fun setup. Like he's way he caters to the guests way more than I do. But like he like hey, you'll have beers, kind of chill out. And then yeah. you do the podcast and you'll eat pizza. pizza. Or, oh, yeah. man, I love that Newman's own pizza, man. Yeah. That shit hits. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he's a good time, old Pat. We need to have him on. I was supposed to have him on a while back, but he tugboat emergency, oh, believe yeah. it or not. You get called onto the boat. When duty calls, bitch. man. You know. So you've been doing comedy longer than I have. Like, how long you been? Do- you've been doing it longer than a lot of people in the scene. How long have you been doing it? Uh, Just over six years. January 2015, so okay. that's when I first started. But I was, I used to tell people, like, I didn't really start till December of that year, like, consistently, because uh, I, I did it, like, three times January. Then I met this chick and got super distracted for, like, 11 months, and then I was like, all right, fuck that. Let's get, you know, get focused, <laughs> and that's when I was like, all right. But it's technically six years. You know? It's like the Torian Tomlin story. He did it for a while. <laughs> Then that got distracted by he was dating some girl for like real serious and just completely oh. quit the scene for years. Damn, and then I didn't came know that. back. Yeah, you Tori, like everyone knows Tori. You got you you fuck with Tori. You ever you talk to him? Yeah, yeah I know. Too. Yeah, Tori. You know, he's an interesting guy. Fucking, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has he done this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. He spent two hours just shitting on Adam. Yeah. Real piece of <laughs> shit. I don't know why I'm friends with that asshole. <laughs> hey, I don't know what y'all's bond is like, but Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's a good dude. So, you know, when you're not doing comedy, um, one thing I noticed about your podcast is you do a lot, you talk a lot about like self help stuff, like you're, you're doing stuff that uh, uh, can empower yourself, get better. We talk about working out, it makes me feel like a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause I try to make it funny, but a mm. lot of times it's it's just me talking about shit I'm kind of going through, and so it just kind of just comes out in the podcast. Cause mm. I don't like to be all preachy and shit. Right. I guess sometimes I just I don't know get get carried away. You know, I'm trying to help people, but you know. Speaking uh, of getting carried away, did uh, you make on, make on your make good on your promise to to absolutely fuck over that old uh, neighbor you had? Woo! Oh man, you paying attention, huh? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> like I used to like, tell the story because I actually got like hot. Like I get like I react like when I get angry or or embarrassed or anything. I fa- it's like on my face. Like I get like, flush. Yeah, yeah. You get red. And shit. Yeah, and when you were telling the story about the interaction with that guy, I was oh. like, I got mad for you. I was like fuck that guy. Yeah, that situation. He had this neighbor that like mm. was just a piece of shit. He, he was like making a lot, like had playing loud music. Like every night, he goes over there like a respectable neighbor. He's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, knocks on, 
you politely asked him to to lower the volume. If I, I don't know if I'm getting the story right or not, but yeah, yeah. And then the guy like doesn't say anything at the moment. Yeah, it was cool. He's like, yeah, I got you, no problem. It was great. And then I just walked back, and like literally five minutes later, he knocks on my door. And he just, like, it was another person. He's like, man, look, man, I don't like disrespect, man. Like, I, I was robbed a few months ago, and, and you know, I just been through some shit, and, and, and I ain't going to say nothing else. And he just walked off. And I'm just like, what? Okay. Like, and, you know, it's funny, because I always hear him every now, like, because I moved from there mm-hmm. this month, and, like, every now and then I used to hear him and his girl arguing. And it was just like clockwork. They just always be fighting and shit and be like physical shit. I'm hearing bodies tumbling and shit, you know. And so I know he's going through a lot. You know, he's an emotional dude. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too involved. Um, but no, I haven't retaliated yet. I'm still thinking about because <laughs> I know he's, he's still there. So I'm like, huh, I, I got the gate code and shit, you know. <laughs> know what yeah, car you got, you got to let it fade for like a week or yeah, so. Yeah, I couldn't do it month. too fresh after I moved because I feel then like he, he could assume. He, I, I, I just think of like the art of war, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I think 10 steps ahead of my enemy because I don't want him to go to the office like, who was the neighbor? What was that guy's name? And then he's fucking researching, find out where yeah. open mics I'm at, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I'm like, fuck that. Let me just let it settle. Maybe a month later, he's forgot like the leasing office doesn't know my shit no more, and now we can have some fun, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hey, maybe Vengeance I don't know. Will be his, maybe <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? we're all talking hypothetical here. Yeah. No, I was thinking like, do you need a getaway driver and you know someone to film <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> right. You know, I was gonna leave a little nice little note, you know, on the car, and yeah, but yeah, you gotta have fun with life. You know what I'm saying? Don't let oh, yeah. people fuck with you. Speaking yeah. of recording stuff, you've also been doing some short films, or I don't know what you call them, short films, video oh, clips, little stuff skits. like that, which you've been doing for a while, because didn't you do that with Albert back in the day, Albert DeLeon? Yeah, uh, but I was like, I was more so the cameraman, you know, and uh, you know, I was editing the videos and shit, but I didn't really get in front of the camera, mm-hmm. which as a comedian, that's kind of the purpose of, I'm not a cameraman, so I, right. you know, that kind of died off. But shout out to Albert, funny motherfucker. Oh, I you know love him. I hope he comes back. Yeah, I haven't seen him out. In He's a about minute. to have a kid. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! I did not know that. Damn. Yeah, she's been about to pop like for a while now. Damn uh, that quarantine, baby. Yeah, he got that quarantine kid. Um, hey, okay, shit. Yeah, he got married like probably a month or a year ago. Yeah, I remember. Time. Yeah, him getting married, and um, then uh, yeah, him and Marissa had a had a, have a kid <laughs> on the way. I don't yeah. know if it's a boy or a girl. I don't know. But he's kind of just disappeared since he moved like to South South Houston. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He stopped doing his like um, what was that? Not drunk driving. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a driving. podcast too. Yeah, I, I like his podcast. I used to too. like it. I'm like, damn. But... Yeah, he had a really cool format. It was called um, what was it? Um, change it was, the subject. Yeah, yeah. And the whole premise was like he could change the subject at any time. But what he would do is he'd record. Like um, two hours with one person, mm-hmm. and he would release thirty minutes each week. Mm-hmm. So it was like our episodes with Victor Tran. Yeah, it's like that in reverse. Yeah, instead of doing like two hours all at once, he would do it. But he would, we released it all at once. But yeah, I mean, that's, hey, shout out. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, Victor's catching shit from from that uh, recording. But. Uh, if you hear your name on this podcast, just be chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just listen through. It's all about context. Yeah, it's having a good time here. Yeah. 
So do you? How did you get set up with the the recording? I mean, was, were these your ideas, or you're just in a, those, that group that shoots those videos? Oh, uh, the ones that I'm uh, me and uh, E Green and Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, it was actually like one day. I think E Green just hit me up like, "Hey man, you want to come through shoot a skit?" And then uh, it was me and them two, and then this other dude, Elias, younger guy. He was like in the first videos. Um, but he's been like busy with work That's and shit. So isn't he the dude like, real, real young that yeah. goes to the improv? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I don't know. I think I re- met him at the improv. Funny guy, like for yeah. that young. That's ridiculous, right? And yeah. I remember randomly he like liked like six of my pictures in a row on on either Facebook or Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck is? Oh, this is that comic guy. So I'm uh, guessing he was like doing this thing where like if you like their pictures a bunch, maybe they'll like your pictures or I don't know. But like I was like. Showing love in that yeah, form. Yeah, it was weird, but um, very funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, shout out to Elias, and uh, I mean, yeah, the skits are kind of just like, yeah, we just kind of like, yeah, let's meet up every week, you know, just shoot shoot some ideas together, you know. Um, I mean, it's cool, like, but lately I feel like the skits aren't really that funny, <laughs> and I've just <laughs> been like, eh, because I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm not really a skit guy, not that I'm mm. really thinking about it, but it's kind of a fun thing to do. Put ourselves out there in a way. But, so, if you were to write a skit, what would it be about? Um, I mean, write a skit damn. about some of your fucking crazy ideas. <laughs> I, I should, yeah. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know if you want it to be like a laugh, people laughing. So, he has does this talks about this thing called semen retention. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, do you yeah, still, yeah. are you still on that? that train or you still think that's a thing yeah yeah i hey man explain like so i'm <laughs> you have a somebody who's willing to listen dude i made you, like you a whole, hurt me right now <laughs> i basically made a whole youtube channel dedicated to that shit just because just channel? because yeah you didn't know no you had like 900 subscribers I, off that shit what and i kind of stopped but i, I feel like i can get, keep going and uh do comedy on it or something but uh, for sure yeah. yeah yeah so it wasn't comedy at all Nah, it was like serious, like self-help, helping dudes. Because, yeah. I mean, let's face it. It's hard it. to be a guy. Much harder than, be, than being a woman. I think we all agree to that. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, men <laughs> are. There's a woman in the room. <laughs> for those, for those oh. who are not here, this is sarcasm. <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, we both, men and women, we got our own issues or whatever. Right. But, uh, I mean, it, it depends on what kind of problems you look at. Like, I mean, women have, it's so much easier to get. There's options, you know what I'm saying? Women right. have a plethora. They got a, it's just so many options that like you we can't fathom it as men. Right. Uh-huh. If you look, like if we look at her DMs right now, uh-huh. it's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? You'll be fascinated, right? So uh Yeah, but somehow she settled for this. <laughs> but but no, see great. But see, that's that's your mode of thinking. You don't think like a woman, you know what I'm saying? Women don't I've been told that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> But uh, no, the whole semen retention shit was just, I kind of discovered it last year and I like dabbled with it on accident. Like mm-hmm. I went three weeks one time just because I was like, man, if I'm, you ever just as dudes, you're just like, man, I'm jerking off too much, man. Busting too many nuts. And you, I was like, man, fuck, let me just go like a little second with just not busting. Just, I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh-huh. And it was three weeks and just a lot of good shit started happening. And I was just like, my confidence was boosted and I was just moving like dope. And uh, and then like, yeah. And then months later, like the end of 2019, that's when I kind of like looked it up. Uh-huh. 
And I found out it's a whole thing. Uh, like ancient Taoists have been doing this shit. Yep. Yeah. And there's a like a whole science to it, and a lot of benefits, a lot of uh, testosterone boosting. Um, Cause doesn't like I think I remember I heard about it first in the, years ago, and I didn't really pay much attention to it. But Kimbo Slice, he would mm. he would do that, and like he wouldn't have sex or anything, yeah. and between fights, like he and he would say we like. I think his whole thing was like this gets his aggression up or something, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so, some, there's, you hear that a lot with fighters. It seems like I've heard that before. Exactly, boxers are known. Which for I don't like, want to be a fighter. I want to be a lover. <laughs> I mean, you can still be a lover without busting. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother. Come topic. again? Yeah, right. So, well, I, literally, don't come again. That's, <laughs> hey, that's the problem. Hey, yo, look at it. <laughs> I gotta get more, a couple more pun, cum puns. Like, <laughs> planned out ahead of time. Get them out the way, you know. <laughs> but uh, nah, I mean, um, yeah, there's so much to it. Like, so many good things that, like, if you haven't tried it, I don't know if y'all have tried it, but I, I recommend it mm-hmm. a lot. Like, go like seven days. You know, I don't know what's the longest y'all have ever gone. If you really think about it, like, when's the last time you just like, man, I'm not ejaculating. Oh, I, I, I'm not a regular time schedule for that so like i'm sure especially if i'm dating somebody i'm not doing it at all which i know some people you can be doing dating some jerking off at all oh i mean well i mean yeah i mean if you're having sex so like even if you're having sex like you can still try not to i know That's that sounds impossible. crazy i know i know this is where i lose all my friends my guy friends like dude get the fuck out of here all right? if i'm fucking i'm busting okay That's yeah. what I'm <laughs> what's the point i'm like that's the point of my shit you know but it's like you may a, be right, and we may be like uh, uh, have colonized the entire uh, universe by now if all of us were doing this. But, but I don't know if I can get on board, and yeah, there'd have to be like where like your hair is growing back if you don't. Bust. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll try it for a couple of months. Even then, hey, no promises. Yeah, you never know. I'm just saying. But so uh, wait, you? Yeah. How do the women that you're hooking up with feel about this? I don't give a fuck. Like, like, okay. So, I mean, I guess my thing is, they shouldn't particularly care. What does that got to do with them? This is my body, my choice, right? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 my cum. Like, okay. So, it's it's really simple. It's like, okay. Okay, some women, yeah, it's like, it's like, what do you need? My t shirt of that. (laughs) Right. My cum, baby. Yeah. But yeah, it's logically like, yeah, what it's literally for recreating life or procreating life. Mm -hmm. Correct. So if we're not, I'm not making babies, we're not having babies, then what the fuck you need it for? You know? Oh, at that point, why even have sex? Well, because it feels good. Well, yes, yes. And so, so you know, the best part of it is? No, no, no. I know where you're going. But. I'm saying though, because dudes, there's a thing. I read this book, The Multi Orgasmic Male by Mantak Chia. Highly recommend it. But this is Mantak Teo? Mantak Chia, nigga. <laughs> that dude that got, that got catfished. Mantak, oh, yeah, yeah, the linebacker. Yeah, yeah. played at Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He's still that in the league, I think. Yeah, he's still in the league. Yeah, I think he plays for like the Chargers or the Dolphins good player. or some shit. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't care. So I don't know this, the author, but. It's a really good book, and it explains like the whole ancient Taoist bullshit, you know. And uh, so, like, there's a thing where men, we don't even realize men can have multiple orgasms the same way women can. Believe what? it or not. I know. It sounds crazy. Right? Uh-huh. But ejaculation is, like, the, 
peak of orgasm. It's like the final last spurt, you know. Right. Whereas uh, you can before you ejaculate, like you're that good feeling you have, right? Because when you're fucking, it feels good, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But when you ejaculate, that's like the oh, it feels so good, explosion, right? Right, right. But before that, before you get to that point, that all that good feeling you have, that's literally you're having an orgasm. And dudes don't realize that they just go to the fucking end and they just finish it. Because once you once you ejaculate, it's over. You can't. You're done. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that makes sense. It's like if you ejaculate, if you choose not to, now you can just have sex for as long as you want. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a practice. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the shit called? Edging. Uh, that's that's a tantric tantric yeah. sex. Yeah, Look stings that and up. Can fuck for like hours. Yeah, but it's, the purpose is not to fuck forever. It's it's just to have that control and uh, of your orgasms, basically, at your own pace. And like, you choose if you want to ejaculate or you just want to have a good time and you know keep it keep all your energy retained. Right? Do you think there is energy lost when? Yes, I mean you're definitely getting tired. Why? I mean, it's like science. <laughs> yes, every when you ejaculate, what do you want to do? Go to sleep. You're done. You don't yeah. want to do shit. When look at the woman, she's up and she's good to go. She's off. You know. And so, uh, so here's the pro- solve your problem right here. Just whenever you come, just drink it and fucking never, it's never lost. <laughs> this nigga here, that is a white ass answer, right? No, there. Somebody, somebody <laughs> brought it up Christ. one time. I was like, I was like, you need to ask Dylan about that. Like, he's like, well, what if that's if you lose it? And then I was like, just drink it. This nigga here, if it's that valuable, <laughs> I mean, it's got uh, magnesium. If that was, was if that was the case, there would be people like. There, it would be a drink. It would be in some kind of a drink. I mean... We could make millions. Let's start selling this shit. No, fuck that. You're <laughs> <laughs> going to... Yeah, this, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You don't I, like I get money? what you're okay, saying. Okay. No, I get what you're saying. No. But... No, nah, it's just... You just got to just experiment with it and try it yourself. That's all I can say. But I've done it. Mm-hmm. Like, the longest I've gone was like 53 days or something. That was when COVID hit. You meant to say days, not hours. Oh, yeah. Days. 53 days yeah that was uh that was interesting and no sex or i mean so you can have sex just don't finish yeah just don't yeah don't 53 days i mean that's a lot of time that's a long time and that's nothing i want to go like a year but that's what it's hard because i get close and i like fuck around and, oh shit damn you know but. so you feel slightly better what are I wouldn't say benefits? slightly. I'd say a lot, a lot better. Honestly, it's weird. Like people laugh at me, but like my vision gets better. It's what? weird. Like my vision gets sharper. I notice, uh, like aggression, like a motherfucker. Like if you want to work out, oh my god. Like fuck any pills or no shit. Just don't ejaculate and watch. You're just gonna get more. It's like a more it's like a natural testosterone. testosterone. Yeah, mm-hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll just take the supplement. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's a cheap fix. So you might as well call me. That's my middle name, Cheap Fix Radler. Cheap Fix Radler. Give me the shortcut. No, I feel you. But yeah. So you you've experimented with it. You think people should try it. There's benefits to it. Are the benefits good enough for the costs? What's the costs? I have nothing technically, not a whole lot. But uh, the cost is, I mean, you you're saving every, you save your energy, man. Like you think you're losing, think you're like you're missing out on something by just ejaculating. Mm-hmm. But it's like 
Because we we live in America, man. We don't realize we're fucking so everything's so sexualized, right? And we're just everything's targeted to just constantly keep you in that sexual mode and just constantly like horny and oh, you know, porn is fucking OnlyFans and all this shit's just draining dudes constantly. So it's just so normal to just like yeah, fuck Jack, like yeah, yeah. But I don't think we realize how like that's not normal. That's it, the normal shit is really not normal because think of like animals. Right in the animal mm-hmm. kingdom, mm-hmm. you think of a lion or some shit. Like lions don't ejaculate every day. You it's know, unfortunate. They're the king. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, he has like his little moments of when he's in heat. You know, maybe mm-hmm. like a month he's going crazy, but for the rest of the year he's kind of like just going about his business, and he's attracting his mates or whatever. Yeah, but what if that's what separates us from the animals? Is the fact that we can jack off whenever we want. <laughs> We should be doing that in front of the lions flexing. (laughs) Like, oh, you think you're the king? Check this shit out. Can you do this? Exactly. Can you diddle with yourself, lion? Look at your little paws. You know, monkeys can do this, but you can't do this. You're not the king anymore. (laughs) Who's the real king? Exactly. I think it's like bonobos, uh, dolphins, and some other animal, like the only animals that have sex for pleasure. Mm. It's like super rare. I heard about that. Yep. Bonobos, right. shout out bonobos. Yeah, yeah they're make, <laughs> making love and shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, what? Else, like, so I've heard you talk about that theory um, on the podcast. You're also are so that's what I think I've noticed about people. There's certain people who who will try that kind, those kinds of different ideas. People who are open to new ideas because you tell that to most of your friends, right, and they shut it down instantly. Mm-hmm. The fact that you would even try that. I think it speaks to you're open to new ideas. What do you have to lose? You know yeah, you really can't lose anything. You're literally, well, actually, what do you have to gain? You have, you have a lot to gain. You're already losing. You don't even realize it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, yeah, man, I'm kind of jealous of, like, kids in other countries and shit. They don't, like, they have more discipline than us, you know? Oh, oh infinitely, yeah. so, infinitely so. <laughs> like, I they don't have any other options. Because I remember like in middle school, just the first time I had a PSP, PlayStation Portable. Yeah. Y'all remember that shit? We know oh, yeah. P- P- I had one. How old do you and, think we are? Yeah, right. You guys are 30-something. I'm like, yeah. this motherfucker. Exactly. Like, you remember Pong? Yeah, that's too, yeah, that's too for old for us, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know what a PSP is. <laughs> so, like, I got my first PSP, and that was, like, basically my phone. I had music and shit, and I had access to the internet. And, of course, you're 12, 13 years old. Porn. You're hitting porn. Right. Right. And your friends are showing off different porn sites. Look, what? You fuck big, bigdicks.com. Oh, that was weird. Interesting. That was that's weird. the first one. That was, wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I just remember this one particular website. It was like big dicks attacking these like bitches. And it was like, it was like a thing. And uh, anyways, uh, but yeah. We want to spoil that. Yeah. Fucking, you know, all these weird websites. Bang this bros. This has been sins into his mind. <laughs> Have you had nightmares Yo, about big dicks attacking It was you? that particular website that was just weird to me. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, as a 12, 13-year-old. Weird, fascinating (laughs) words we choose. (laughs) Yeah. My point is, I shouldn't have been on that site at that age, you know? Mm. Because then after, like... I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, and then just ever since your teenage years, you just constantly just ejaculate, and you just, you just, like, your little fix, and then it's like a waste. Like, so many years wasted doing that shit, and you don't realize the damage, but it's like, you know, we don't realize it. I think that's what we have, like incels and school shooters and stuff mm. like that. I do think there's like some, and we've talked about this before. I don't know mm. if it was with Victor or somebody else. Like 
The long-term consequences of having instant access to the most fucked up shit. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what that's going to be. Because I was... We were like the last generation. Um, more so... Well, yeah, but we're both yeah, the same age. Yeah. But like, we grew up, there was no like internet that was like fast speed uh, until I was like 17, 18. How old are you? I'm 35. 35? 39, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, So So I I grew up, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 18. So I didn't have that. Mm. We had the internet very early on just because my dad was like big into like tech stuff or whatever. He was a hobbyist. So he, if there was like a new gadget or new thing, he was all about that. So we had internet relatively quickly. But even then, we were like on AOL, like uh, (laughs) Instant Messenger. That was the big thing was chat rooms. Yeah. Mm. That was like the dirtiest stuff you were going to get. And then there was like, you had to like download pictures that would like slowly (laughs) come through. (laughs) So forget about this nonstop deluge of streaming porn. Mm. Like that was never a thing. After I was mature enough to actually go out and get a girlfriend and make social connections. Now you could live an entire existence and not even leave your living room. Yeah. So we don't know yeah, what the long-term yeah, yeah. consequences of that. And, and men, I saw this somewhere like the birth rate is plummeting because more and more men are just like, well, I'm just not going to go get out and get the girl I want. So I'm just going to watch porn and, and call it a day. Yeah. I actually found out some study that like men today are way less sexually active than oh, fucking mm-hmm, for a sure. decade ago. Yeah. And it makes sense because, yeah, it's just, it's just, oh, yeah, internet, boom. And it's just laziness and uh, these date naps and shit. I've been talking shit about these date naps on stage lately. Uh, and wrong. just like it's, everything's just making us lazy and forgetting uh, to just how to talk to women in person, mm-hmm. which is something I've been getting back on. And it's, it's, it's like, yeah, I should have been doing this. this is, what the fuck? Them apps are just making dudes lazy, man. Like, yeah. Do you have so, any stories? Because you've talked about this on your podcast where you're going like, Go to the mall. Oh, yeah. Start, just, just, you, do you go? Yeah. Do you go there with the express idea? Like I'm gonna go talk to some women, um, or is it like, hey, I'm gonna go check out. I'm gonna go buy a, like a, an outfit, and then if I see some women, I'll go old fashioned. Yeah, style. it's it's kind of a mix of both, honestly. Just because I don't really, I'm not a club guy. I don't like going to clubs and shit at night. Um, so oh, yeah, you talked about that in the last episode. I completely agree with that. Fuck. Oh, yeah, club. yeah. It's like, yeah. I point last weekend. I'm just, I'm like sitting in rose gold. Much of, it's like a bunch of bloods over here and just like fine women and shit. But like they're fucking, the music's loud. And like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'll pay 25 to get into this shit. Like, I could have just went to the Galleria and just had a blast for an hour. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I do now is just, um, instead of going to clubs and shit, I'll go to like the Galleria mm-hmm. for like an hour. It's like, I'm, I look at it as working out. You know, we we can dedicate an hour to work out uh, every day or whatever, right? Uh-huh. So well, I'm like, I, shit. Clearly not. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, can't remember the last. Hypothetically, time I right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I work out my eyeballs on some YouTube. There you go. <laughs> but, oh, shout out! I love me some YouTube. <laughs> oh, me too. It's my favorite thing. Ah, but um, yeah. So to kind of counteract this whole date nap shit, I'm like, let me just go to the Galleria, and uh, it's fucking Houston. You know what I'm saying? You got the finest women, like almost in the world, in this fucking mall. So it's like, yeah, just go talk. And uh, I've been dabbling with some shit on YouTube. And like, there's there's like a movement kind of like, that's just kind of how it is a little bit, you know, uh-huh. kind of meet women in an easier way. Easier? Uh, in a concentrated way, you know. Hmm. But yeah. I mean, I'm, like, what's been the reaction? Because I feel like we've been so 
conditioned over the last five plus years, especially to where everything is getting going towards online. Yeah. So do you think that what, what are the reactions been? Do you think that they've been surprised? Do you think they've been receptive or they've been like, Oh, what the, who's this guy talking to me? What, what's I mean, been the reaction? it's every, I mean, human interaction is not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Eh, debatable. So, I mean, yeah, you can feel like that, but no, nah, it's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, you're right. So, awesome. yeah, I mean, you get all the reactions. I've gotten weird shit. Like, literally today, I was at Memorial City, <laughs> and this chick, I was like, hey, excuse me. And then I don't think she heard me. I kind of walked a little closer. and like, hey, excuse me. And she turned, she like turned, and then like, she kind of ran. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hey, I'm not here to harm, baby. Uh-huh. So it's like, yeah, you get all kind of weird reactions. Um but yeah, I mean, shit, it's, it's just like, it's kind of like exercise, you know? Mm-hmm. You're going to get rejected a lot, you know? You just kind of accept it. It's, it's like sales. It's literally like almost door-to-door sales in a way. Yeah. You know, eventually somebody's going to hear you out, you know? And it's, a, it's just a good socializing uh, practice, you know? Yeah, I think that's why there is so many people who get into porn or, or uh, online dating. is because they don't want that re- rejection. Oh, yeah. Factor, or they're scared yeah. of it more than anything. So I would think that women would <laughs> would respect somebody that would actually put themselves out there. Yeah, and I get a lot. I get you get a lot of respect. It's weird. And I had the other day. So he is chasing clout. I fucking knew it. No, I'm just kidding. Clout? What do you mean? Uh, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not 100 percent sure what that. You don't word even know even what clout means. means. Yeah. What the fuck is this? You don't know what that means, but you know what druthers is. A druthers is a good word. Uh, I stand by that word. Druther. Yeah, brothers. It's like if you had your choice, if the money was no object, it's like it's up to me. This it's an old as word. in like, like a uh, nerdy old word. Uh, like if I had my brothers, I would be coming every night. But I, you would never say that because of the semen retention thing. But me, brothers, it was I've up never to me. I would have like a good relationship, be hooking up on the regular. Oh yeah, probably a poor example, but. <laughs> If I had my druthers, my AC would be at 70 at all times, mm. but it, it costs money. Man. I just moved in, into my new place, and when I first got in, the AC was blasting, and my AC has not been on since. And what? I feel, I feel great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's nice and chilly. See, in my now apartment. you lose credibility on your other things when you say crazy shit like that. Oh, I don't is give your a apartment fuck. It's my life, nigga. It's my apartment. I'm saving bread. Are fuck you comfortable, you? though? I looked at my energy bill last summer. It was retarded. All right, uh-huh. I'm 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 avoiding that this year. I'm gonna <laughs> well, get a yeah. fan, and uh, you know, if but it really if, gets hot, okay, AC is getting on. If you had your druthers, would you rather be? Or would you be more comfortable if the AC was? Oh, on? Oh, so druthers is like money is not an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Like, and like I said, I'm not a, a wealthy person. Obviously, you can see my apartment, but I mm. will spend a little bit more to be comfortable, right? Than I mean, I'm the still value I, The but... value I get, well, I can't be. like I'll, If I'm hot, I'm like miserable. <laughs> I can tell you get yeah. red as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm uncomfortable, I won't be able to sleep. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, fuck that. The only thing I can do to make me sleep is to come and then I get tired and relax. <laughs> you and this coming, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got a girl, Adam? No. God, we got to get this nigga a girl, a consistent- Can we start a campaign already? <laughs> Someone to help this man consistently come without his hands. Come on. We need a contender. I'll take out you. some ads, ad time on Instagram. Uh, yeah, get Instagram. one of those planes with like a little message behind it. <laughs> Fuck. No, you Will you help good, this man? man? <laughs> I see some chicks flirt with you at some mics and shit. I see you. you know oh, yeah? You get a little love. Just 
you know, capitalize. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the thing. So, like, we talked about this a little bit last week. With you in the scene, like, uh, I always, like, I'm always, like, in, I don't know if it's because I was homeschooled and, and. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to homeschool my kids. Don't you dare. So. He was homeschooled, too. <laughs> They're but, turning out like you. I might have to reconsider. Yeah, reconsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. I don't know if it's because I never like got that whole like this is this is when you're flirting and you learn that as you're you're younger. So I was like around almost mostly dudes most of my younger life. I had a bunch of male uh, friends. Yeah, none of them were big uh, Casanovas either. They weren't getting a bunch of ladies. Yeah, so it was like uh, there was never yeah. a bunch of ladies around. I mean, I <laughs> but so except for at church. But um, so like maybe it's that. Where I don't pick up on signals very well. I mean, but most also, dudes like, don't, so that don't feel too bad. Most I'm also do. like really, and I think it's maybe just a self doubt thing. It's like I don't want to make somebody uncomfortable. So if I'm going mm. after somebody and they're not into it, I, I would feel bad. But um, don't, ex- yeah, to, yeah, to an extent. But then you also don't want to be way over the top and then creeping people out. See, that's the fear. A lot of dudes are scared of being creepy. And that's especially lately with the whole Me Too shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of dudes are scared to even fucking say anything to a woman because, oh my God, she's going to cancel me. Uh-huh. It's like, bro, just you're, uh, talking to women is not illegal. You know what I'm saying? You could say, you could say hi. And if yeah, she. Yeah, but I don't like the idea of somebody talking behind my back and like, oh, this creep Adam was coming up trying to talk to me. And I'm like, I know that shouldn't matter to me. I know. I feel, yeah, it shouldn't. It should. But yeah, it's all in your head. It is. It really is. Plus, I don't have any like non-comics talking to me at most shows. Like, people aren't coming up to me after a show like, oh, I saw your set. Da, 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 da. So well, yeah, that's, that's rare. You got to be careful dating people on the scene. You, uh, oh, I don't even do that. It can yeah, be a shit that. show. Mm. But um, yeah, I think I, I do need some more of that. Why do you want to homeschool your kids? I mean... First off, I hate to tell you this. I don't know if you know this. I don't know how good the public school uh, science classes are. You have to come to have a kid. (laughs) Well, yeah, Adam. Eventually, (laughs) yeah. I plan on coming to make a kid one day, you know. (laughs) That, you know, that's when I'll do it. What if that makes the the kids like that much stronger? (laughs) What? Because you held it back that whole time. Yeah, that's what I think. It'll be a better kid if I hold this it. Like, watch <laughs> this kid be like 7'4". <laughs> right. I'm getting like jacked. A, yeah. <laughs> I'll, like, I'm going like, to write a book like I, he was right. <laughs> pop out some James Bonds on your ass. Yeah, you know? exactly. Hell yeah. But um, what the fuck were we saying? Homeschool? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah just like the fucking curriculum and shit. And I'm I'm looking at Twitter and I'm seeing the shit that like kids now are like they're like throwing the whole gender confusion shit at them and I'm like okay this is getting weird like they're talking about sex and shit to elementary school kids and it's just weird man I, I want to control what my kids learn you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, like I'll you know they give you a curriculum right your parents had a curriculum to kind of go by yeah but they, they kind of buy different ones yeah, yeah. and you kind of custom do it and then yeah and i could teach my kids about important shit like running a business or fucking taxes or there does need uh, to be more of that in school yeah, That's yeah there's none of that no it's no, fucking yeah. the same four just subjects criminal. you're setting the kids up for failure it's it's mediocrity not even that. it's just very very low level bullshit and i i'd rather my kids excel you know i felt like i was ahead of everybody in a way really um yeah, until college, and I'm like, all right, this is fucking too much. You play football <laughs> I don't study. in college, right? No, in high oh, school. With, okay, no, I don't want to think I'm confusing. Yeah. But uh, where'd you go to college? 
Florida? Florida Atlantic University, my freshman year. I went up to Fort Myers for a year. Fort Myers, that's on the East Coast? Yeah, it's just north of Florida Atlantic. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fort Myers, okay. So it's like between, it's right, it's close to Naples. How long do you live out there? Just a year. Job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love, I miss Florida. South Florida. Tampa's a little weird. A little crazy. Yeah, Tampa uh, famously on the freeway, if you come from Florida to Texas, gigantic Confederate flag like right off the freeway. Some dude in his backyard. I'm talking like gigantic. Oh, wow. Like one of those ones you have, see at like uh, car dealerships. Yeah, that are way and too big. <laughs> it's still there. Hey, man, I, I'm, I've lived in the South for a while. I'm used to shit like that, you know. So I lived in Alabama, you know what I'm saying? That's half the Confederate flags are over there, you know. Really? I've never, I've never spent a whole lot of time in Alabama, Mississippi, or any of the South. Because the, the Deep South somehow excludes Texas. I don't understand how that works, but it's like Florida, Alabama, yeah. uh, Georgia. Texas, Georgia. Ca- Texas counts. But it's think- kind of, Texas is kind of its own thing in yeah. a way. Like it's a little bit of West, a little bit of South, you know. I love Texas. Yeah. You have lived all over the place. A few places, yeah. Yeah, like Germany. Where was you yeah. in Germany for a Army, bit? Army Brett. Yeah. Um, yeah, Germany, Virginia, Alabama, Florida, Texas. Kind of cycled between. I've lived in Texas a few times. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's next? Uh, honestly, I was going to move to California this year. Mm-hmm. That was my plan when I first moved here. Like, all right, 2021, literally, I'm like, all right, I'm moving to LA. That'll be my sixth year in the comedy. I'll be experienced. And then this whole shit happened. And it's like, everybody's leaving LA, came to Austin and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just Houston. Yeah. It's yeah. affordable living. And put the potential for comedy is, is going to, I think it's going to be booming. So yeah, affordable living. Did I already say that? Yeah, yeah. that's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, fuck them Cali prices, man. Them gas prices, everything's fucked up over there. But yeah. So when you're teaching these, uh, your kids homeschool, uh, you did said some great things. The uh, teaching business, teaching them about how tax works, taxes work. Oh yeah. Is there anything else that you would add or take away from that curriculum? How are they going to play sports? Or make friends. I mean, there's... I mean, obviously, it's not. Like, it's impossible. Well, yeah. The social aspect is what they'll be losing most. Right. And they're getting a better education based on what you're telling me, but they're going to be missing out on big social aspects. The social shit. Yeah, I thought about that. But, uh, I mean... I mean, you're good. Yeah, yeah okay. was it Was it that? Okay, when you... Because you, from what, elementary to high school, you didn't know yeah. public school, right? Never public school till college. None. Okay, so when you got to college, that was your first time public, like, okay, I'm, I'm mingling with my peers. Well, I mean, I had friends growing up quite a bit, right. na- but that's because of the neighborhood, neighborhood I lived friends. in. And- so yeah, you, you're still going to have neighborhood friends. You're still going to have some people to talk to. Um, but yeah, it's like you don't really miss out on too much in school. Yeah, you got your school friends and shit, but just... Cause you haven't like you've been to public school. I'm sure you have, and it's like there's a lot of weirdos, a lot of weird shit too. Like you get friends and shit, but there's a lot of weird shit too that's going on. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think you're missing out on too much with social. Shit. The the social aspect of homeschool, because I was homeschooled till college, when mm. a lot of my friends or like family members or stuff would be like, "Oh, you're gonna have a hard time when you go to college," and I didn't have a hard time. I integrated instantly. I didn't have a problem socially or anything. But I attribute that to my parents, like kept me and my brother involved in like 
activities in the community or Notice in like church groups. Well, they activities. did do athletics too. And so it was like, you know, I, one year I was like, hey, I want to try roller hockey. Yeah, sure. We'll sign you up. Go to roller hockey. My brother was right. really into baseball. Got him into Little League. So they were like, if you have an interest in doing something, we'll do it. Thankfully, my parents weren't the homeschoolers where they like shelter their kids and leave them in the house and never let them go anywhere. Like yeah. right. that can really screw up someone's social aspect and they go out in the world and then, you know, they can't talk to, you know, a, man, a woman or a man when they get into college because they're too awkward and they don't know how to pick up on signals or stuff like that. But yeah. it depends on your parents. Like, if, like, obviously, you, you know, you want to provide the best you can for your kid. Go for it, you know? Right. Keep them involved, help them do it. But if you control what they learn, I feel like I got a much better education because my parents mm. were like, this is practical things you need to know in life. We're going to teach you, like, all the sciences and the things you need to know, but we're also going to teach you these other things, too. Man, exactly. And and you're also getting taught by somebody who's not a, a professional in that field. But I still learned... I mean, what the what? What's so professional that pe- that teachers are teaching? Like, what's so profound that your parent couldn't teach you that shit? Well, I mean, if the parent number one, the parents got to have the time. But like, what are the odds that a parent is? I mean, how do you, so? Like, if you're teaching high school, right? Mm-hmm. You're teaching one class just mm-hmm. over and over and over again, right? To, yeah. So if you teach AP Bio, that's all you teach, right? So that's your world, and when you're homeschooled. And first off, I don't know how it was for you, but like when you, had, I was one of five, so oh, okay. you can't be focusing on all the kids at all times. You basically teach yourself to a degree, and if you're a really good student and somebody who takes to that, it can be good because you're teaching yourself, so you really know this mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, there's lesson plans and there's like curriculum that have videos and all this other shit, but that's your way to learn. Now, if you have a kid who's lazy. And finds the teacher's guide, just answers the, uh, puts the answers down. They can really fuck themselves and get a uh, yeah. not that great education. I would argue against that too. That's that takes to copy some shit. That's like a, a form of uh, intelligence in a way. Believe it or not, you know. I remember, <laughs> I remember my senior year. It was uh, pre-cal, whatever that last math was, and uh, I had to take some tests. And it was after school. I missed it for some reason. And my teacher just left the class briefly. And I immediately went to his desk and I found the fucking answer guide uh, mm. by luck and just, you know, knocked it out. And I didn't give myself 100. You gave me like an 89, you know. Savvy move. Yeah. And yeah, what the fuck? And now look at me. What, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so much of life is like you have to kind of figure out how to bullshit through some shit sometimes. Uh-huh. Life's and all about angles. It's all about angles. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's a skill in a way. Like you can't. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's definitely something to that. Yeah. One thing that I've come out like about more because I, I was pretty down on having the homeschool experience. But, you know, obviously it didn't ruin my life. I mean, I still uh, got off, got out of it better than others. But I missed, I felt like I missed out on some opportunities. I, I could feel but, that. But um, yeah. I think I'm starting to switch to where I'm, instead of being anti-homeschooling, I think I'm at least neutral now. Just seeing how much bullshit that there's involved. Because, like, mm-hmm. the comedy scene is, like, the closest I've ever been. I guess college was, too. To like what I would consider like high school drama. Yes, yes. I never had yes. any of that. Ah. Never had any clicks. Never had to like <laughs> wear a certain kind of uh, shoes or pants or whatever to be cool. Mm. Like I didn't have to, that was never a thing ever. Right. So when you run into it later on in life, you're like, oh, this freaking sucks. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. are like, yeah, this is some <laughs> high school shit. 
They say that every time. Like, it is. Yes. If that's the case, high school probably did suck. And if, you know what's funny with high school and all that? I, I realize life is just literally high school just continued. Because mm-hmm. we have Facebook and shit, and we see all our friends that we grew up with, and you just see how their lives go, and they're always going through drama and all this. And then, you know, with people go to work, they have their own little bullshit drama, comedy. It's like, it's just constantly people just going through shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And high school is just like the first stage of that. Yeah. You know? Talking about the difference between homeschooling and then, you know, after. So when I was homeschooled, there were some kids I knew that went to like a local school. Well, we wound up going to the same college. So afterwards, we became friends, like maybe like a couple months into college because we had a few of the same class together, you know, like three dudes. So one day they were, I was asking them, I was like, hey, I was like, why did you guys like ignore me when we were running to each other when we were younger? And they were like, oh, well, you were homeschooled. So we always thought you thought you were better than us because you were homeschooled. And I was like, uh. did, did you not think that I didn't have a choice in that? Like, yeah. And they were like, I was like, there was a couple times like, hey, mom, can I go to school? Because I want to be spending with my friends. And they were like, no, this is what we chose for you, blah, blah, blah. And we became friends. And it was just funny after that because they were like, I thought it was hilarious that they thought I was stuck up and thought I was better That's than so them. That's so funny. Oh, and I shit. was like, where does that come from? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the grass is always greener, man. I got to tell true. you. Yeah. Because, um, man, because like, because I grew up in a military brat. Mm-hmm. You know, every like two to three years, I'm moving, right? And literally, Houston, this, I've been here four years now. This is the longest I've ever been in one place. And Damn. I'm like, fuck it, I'm a Houstonian, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the grass is always green. I'm always jealous of people that lived in one place their whole life. Mm-hmm. They grew up, got to see all their friends grow up and shit. And, and I'm like, man, that must be cool. you know. But you know, people are kind of jealous of me too. Like, damn, you got to go to Germany. Like, you got to man. see the world. I'm like, yeah, I guess it's, it's cool. It has a... So, I mean, yeah, it's we all got our own paths. But it's like, you know, just make the most of it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. That's the ideal. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, enjoy enjoy your the opportunities you get and enjoy where you're at as best you can. Then set your goals and do what you go for what you want to do. Yeah, man, stop comparing yourself, man. That's how you yeah. fuck up your whole mindset, man. That's true. That's yeah. that's hard to break out of that though. It, to, like, it is realize hard. like what the fuck am I even thinking about this right now? Mm-hmm. It's not doing me any good. Just living yeah. in the past. But uh, yep. And El- speaking of free thinking, kind of. You also have, I've heard you talk about some very interesting theories on oh, your what podcast. I, what, what did I say, man? Come on, man. I uh, forget what the was, fuck. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. It's, so where do you get your, where do you get your news typically? My news? Yeah. Uh, I mean, social media, Twitter, mostly. That's like my instant news. I find mm-hmm. shit out quick on Twitter. Twitter's addicting. I, I don't do Twitter. I first, like, Twitter, I have it. Yeah. I've never gotten into it because I, like, it's, it seems too much like a message board for me. Like message boards are like it's very text heavy. Yeah, yeah. Which I hate Instagram because I I don't take pictures. I hate Instagram so fucking it's much. It's such a. It's, I. That's what I assume clout chasing was. It's like chasing likes. It's fake. It's like yeah. the fakest social media. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. um, Twitter is for whatever reason I just never got into it because like I don't and I don't really don't post on Facebook a whole lot. I'm just right addicted to it for some reason. We all are. Yeah, it's some <laughs> sick drug. Zuckerberg's got the fucking formula, man. Yeah. But uh, no, I've heard you talk about like some like uh, conspiracy theory stuff, like oh yeah, people taking it like running the world. Love me some conspiracies, boy. Uh, oh, Michelle Obama on Oprah or, or <laughs> Ellen or some shit. 
I was like, the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Y'all went crazy. Yo, I, I, yeah, I did some, some research. <laughs> and, He's got uh, the documents. I found a video that not everybody will be happy with. Um, so you want me to bring it up? Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, by all means. Yeah, I put this on Twitter too one day. I think I lost like a couple followers because we were like, man, this dude's crazy. But uh, this guy, Young Pharaoh, I don't know if you heard of him. He's on YouTube, kind of like, he just calls out all the bullshit in a way. But one time he referenced just like casually, oh yeah, Michelle Obama's a dude. And I'm like, what? And then he like pulled up this video of, uh, and you can look it up yourself. Look up Michelle Obama dancing on Ellen. She's wearing these white pants, kind of loose fitting. And she's doing like this little dance or whatever. And it's like an emotion to where you can see in her white pants, a little thing flapping in her, in her pants. <laughs> little, you, and it's like, okay, you got to like think, okay, is that a microphone? Or you try to like... Uh, you try to rationalize it, but it's like no. I have a dick. I know what it looks like when I have <laughs> when I have no underwear and I'm jumping up. It's that's a dick right there. Not only okay? you, and it's a small dick she... too. It's a little tiny oh, dick. So it's like, I mean, you know, she's yeah. You know, it's probably cold, whatever. But <laughs> but that's a dick. <laughs> God damn it. The title of this week's episode. It's probably Michelle cold. Obama's a dick. cold dick. <laughs> <laughs> This is to the point this video is convincing enough to you're like you think Michelle Obama's legit a dude. So that and then just just you just gotta put the big picture together. You just look at just look at Michelle. Just look at her. Right? Because okay. look, I've seen a lot of transgenders. Okay. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. Look, if you guys go on date naps, you're gonna see some transgenders for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. So after a while, you kind of can pick up patterns and see, okay, that might be a dude. Like, you know, fucking jaw strong as hell, <laughs> shoulders a little wide. Michelle Obama got some wide shoulders, man. Bigger Which is cool, you know. She might be a bigger one, whatever. But it's like, okay, that, and then just like, just look at her face. She could have been a big swimmer growing up. That's a thing. You used to get like the certain most. Man, your bones don't change when you swim, man. That's yeah, they just... do. Yeah. And just it's just a lot of weird things, and then there, there's like a thing of a uh, Obama. Uh, you know, the whole, I don't know if you guys have heard of, heard of the Hillary Clinton, Obama, the emails of them messaging back and forth about $60,000 worth of hot dogs and pizza. Oh, Pizzagate stuff? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I didn't know. I know it was a big controversy. I know that, like, uh, that's what got Alex Jones canceled forever. Right. And oh, Alex Jones. That Sandy Hook that got him canceled. This the mm, Sandy Hook Sandy shit. Hook. That oh, was, okay. Yeah. And I fuck with Alex Jones, actually. I used to fuck with him back in 2014. And I was like, oh, he's kind of crazy. But a lot of the shit he said is now is like, that's actually true. You know, so you, if you're first, you're going to sound crazy. But there's also like these uh, videos of Obama taking pictures with this little Asian girl. And uh, shortly after that, this little girl was found like in some fucking dumpster or some shit. Like she, fortunately, she wasn't dead, but she's all fucking <laughs> scraped up and shit. And it was just like, it's just a bunch of weird shit that's going on around, like, considering them. And so it's, yeah, there's a lot of weird shit going on with the, with all that, with the fucking politicians and shit. So, yeah, I'm not saying um, politicians aren't weird, but I mean, think about it. So, my brother, he like, he likes the conspiracy stuff, or I don't know what you call alternative news or whatever, but like, uh, he'll tell me these stories about like this article or this article. Um, and I'll be like, well, yeah, that's one explanation. It's like, but don't you think whoever's making this video has a financial incentive to make it to where it's outrageous or some, something to get the most clicks as possible? I think that's what a lot of people do on YouTube. Cause like, 
I, t- my parents got sucked into some kind of like, uh, uh, political sphere that I've never heard of or seen him be in. And the only explanation I can think of is like Facebook and YouTube got some kind of algorithm that will send, feed you one a little breadcrumbs mm. to something that's a little bit more, a little bit more radical. And I think that's a possibility. So, yeah. Which I have no love loss for the news. I think mainstream media is oh, fake news. Fucking America. everywhere. Fake news. But um, what makes, do you think that the other news is any more credible? I mean, I mean, what you got to do is you kind of have to research yourself. You know, you have to look up like, shit. I look at that dick. I don't know how long. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Listen. All right. That's <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you have to look up shit yourself, man. And it's really hard, though, because, you know, Google is, I think, is, a, is part of the problem. Facebook, all them shits. But they can't fucking filter out everything. But they, they eventually, when shit gets too popular, they'll, they'll, they'll shut it down, you know. But, oh, that's, just, that's a straight up. Like, Google does that. That's a straight up fact. Like, you can look at just even Bing is, is better than Google as far as, like, Google will just, like, flat out cancel people. Like, oh, yeah, they cater, not, we yeah. will not mm-hmm. allow people to go to your site. Yeah, Our world up, rank man. y'all so low that nobody will ever get to your shit. And they'll put up stuff that's crap, but um, if you pay them. But, um, so again, you're not going to get yeah. me to defend them. But, yeah, and I love Google. I wanted to invest in Google, but I'm like, ah, you guys are fucking assholes, man. I love yeah. YouTube and they own, Google owns them. And it's like, God damn it. But YouTube does the same thing. So, like, YouTube, yeah. well, like, oh. obviously they kicked off. Alex Jones. Dude, they kick up all my favorite YouTubers. And it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, uh-huh. these fucking, these guys are telling some real shit. That makes sense. Talk too much real shit, you're going to fucking get silenced. Yeah, and did you watch the, the HBO documentary? It's not finished yet. It's about QAnon. Mm-mm. I yeah. haven't heard of this. Yeah, it's on HBO. I've, I've, like four episodes in. Uh, it's, so it's still going. Hmm. But basically, it talks about like 4chan, 8chan. Is that and, the one with Vox? No. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. He worked for, he says it at the beginning, but, um, he said he got started in this whole project because he didn't like the fact that free speech was kind of getting attacked and people, you saw people, he's like, basically you need to be allowed to have bad ideas. was his pitch. Mm-hmm. And he's like a free mm. speech absolutist. Yes. And then, um, he starts seeing these things happen, people getting canceled. And it's like, look, you have to be allowed people to have their different opinions. You can't just like, and if you let Google or whoever comes so strong and they say you can't exist, yeah. you, you're, you can't have a livelihood. But um, then he starts getting deeper into it and he talks to all these people who are, uh, Q, he, like he wanted to know how QAnon got started. Mm. So he starts digging and looking into it and like, oh, is it, he has like these 15 people it could be and it's like, mm. is it Steve Bannon and is it, is it um, is it Donald Trump? It's like there's a couple mm. of different people who could have been kind of like Bitcoin. Nobody knows who started exactly. That shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and uh, and right now it's like basically the, they think it's like these people, these two people who run Eight Chan, which Eight Chan some message board I've never I've never been to, but I've never been to Four Chan. But um, 8chan is like the most uncensored thing that there is. Wow. Yeah. Like as long as it's not, their whole rule is like, as long as it's not illegal, we'll allow it. Right. Um, and then they got into all this trouble whenever all these shootings started happening. 
and mm. people were like posting it like live video. God damn, yeah. yeah. So they were like always the place where their manifesto would be. It was on HM. Oh yeah. yeah. So they let oh. all these crazy groups on there as long as it's not illegal. So they say that that fosters all this stuff. So they're basically, I don't know where the, the show's going. I don't know where they are now. I haven't looked, I haven't looked into it independently. I don't want to show up on some list, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically it's to the point where I don't know. Are they going to cancel it completely? Cause they're, they're the company that, did their like storage and security, like some internet company. Like, yeah, we don't want y'all on our site anymore. Kind of like what happened to like Alex Jones. Like they're just like, well, actually worse than Alex Jones. Cause Alex Jones, he still exists somewhere. Like info. Oh, yeah. His, his, uh, his channel's popping right now. Yeah. But who was, there's something that happened to some big company recently where I happened. I think it was Trump. Like they're like, Hey, we are not allowing you. Oh yeah, Twitter kicked. Twitter you know. did like all of them yeah. all the same day, and people who own like s- servers to where you just have data storage, or you can mm. have a website. Like you can't have a website if there's you can't store it somewhere on some server somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it starts getting to that point, we're like, yeah, we're not allowing you to exist anymore. It's a dangerous precedent. Yeah, it's well, like that's you, where we're getting. You can kick the president off your platform, so it's like, yeah, the platforms have more power than the, than the president, you know. So, yeah, it's just a weird thing, man. It's, it's like the freedom of speech is no longer existing on the internet. Well, whoever owns the platform is like, all right, this is our rules. You mm-hmm. know, fuck that First Amendment shit. That's the America now. This is the internet. This is some new shit. Right. So it's like, yeah, technically they do whatever they want. So it's, yeah, we've, we've seen Zuckerberg in front of Congress. They, they These people don't know what the fuck to ask him. He's no, that's what's, that's what's hysterical. What, what this Facebook shit? What are you fucking, how do you control it? Yeah, you, you exactly. Stop that. No, nigga, no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. So uh, that's one thing that I hate, 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 hate. And they do it all every time. When they, somebody gets called into Congress for questions, hmm. both sides are equally to blame. They just, instead of actually asking questions, trying to get to the bottom of something, they're like, they use all their time to yell at somebody so that way they can get more votes. Like it's, it, it's nothing mm. about solving any problems. It's just like, here's my time on TV. I'm going to just dump on this person for a while. Or if they agree with them, then they're going to be nice, really nice to them, ask them softball questions and then dump on somebody they dis- disagree mm. with. Like politics in America. That's is, politics though. Yeah, it's such that's garbage. Unfortunately, it's it's all bullshit, man. It's tough. Like I don't even I don't even like politics, but we got to do it, you know. I so. thought this is the face of this guy needs to run for office someday. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, ain't no running for shit. You could be like you have your own party. <laughs> well, and- that's why I I really preach capitalism uh, mm-hmm. business because those are the real movers of of society. Honestly, mm-hmm, look at Be- sure. look at Bezos. Zuckerberg is the I think Zuckerberg is the most powerful person in the world because if you take away Facebook, Instagram's gone, all that shit, that's fucking up everybody. That's fucking up a lot of businesses, a lot of other shit. Um, I know Apple's cracking down on privacy with uh, Facebook, which would, that would kind of fuck up my business because I run Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, damn, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of weird shit. These, these businesses have a, have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, if, you, if we do focus on business then you can eventually have a lot more power to do kind of whatever you want you know to shift culture in a way yeah and that's one thing that's really worrisome 
with politics right now is it's becoming more and more uh, popular to shit on capitalism. Like, mm. you don't realize how good we have it. We, oh, man. Like, oh, people don't know. Yeah, they, they ain't been outside the country. No. If you've been anywhere else, you're going to love America more. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. That is true. I've been to Africa a couple times and a few other places around the world. Israel, there's definitely Yeah, there's definitely problems with capitalism. But one thing I have learned is if you have the, for the most part, like, I don't buy into the the saying of, oh, in America, you can be anything you want. No, you can't. You can't. There There's certain things you can't be just because... I can't go be an NFL quarterback. I don't have the skill set. I can't be a rock star. I can play guitar and I can sing, but I'm not, you know, I can't go try out for Maroon 5. There's certain things that you can't do based upon your given talents or skills. But I can work hard at a job and something that I am good at, and I can make myself better and start a business. And I think the art of starting a business or being a small business person is not only lost in America, but it's actively discouraged because everything now mm. is so many people are, Oh, go climb the corporate ladder. Why not start a business and then build it yeah. over 20, 30 years and then sell it for a huge profit. But people don't want to do that because, Oh, well, that's a lot of work. I hear a lot of people say, like, oh, I don't want to do that because it's a lot of work or I don't want to, you know, it's like, Oh, I yeah. just want to get a career and then go get a job and then go get a retirement. Like, yeah, you can do that and that's fine. And that's doable. But starting these things and building these things yourself, there's a lot of, and a lot of benefits to that too. And I think that's the beauty of America and capitalism mm. to be able to, Hey, I can work hard and bust my ass and build something for myself and build a name. You go to a lot of other countries. I've been to Ethiopia <laughs> and Ghana and I see people there who have worked harder seven days a week, their whole life harder than I'll ever work. And they have nothing to show for it and they will never get a chance to improve their life. That's facts. I've heard of like Addis Ababa and uh, Ethiopia. It's like crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of sad, man. I've heard of like prostitutes selling themselves for extremely cheap and it's just, it's a mess. But what you were saying about the whole business shit, and it's like, you don't even have to start a business because people get turned off like, oh, I got to start a business hard, right? But you could just work a job. And there's like, there's like three main ways to really get wealthy. Um, one, a business, obviously. Mm-hmm. Get into real estate. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, investing in stocks and shit. So it's like you can still work a job, invest in stocks on the side, you know, eventually build up, save for a fucking real estate, whatever. And yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. Fortunately, in America, there's so many ways to get it. So um, yeah, like you said, we have it so good over here. Um, and we just, it's all about perspective. People just yeah. don't see outside of here, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, that's so much of life. I wish I would have known when I was 18, 19, 20. If I could have changed my perspective, then I'd be in a lot better place now. <laughs> ain't, ain't we all, man? Fuck. <laughs> that's the beauty of life, you know. We, we know what we know now. So, yep. Yeah, you're ahead Fuck of the, the curve on stuff like that. Like, when I was your age, I was just working some, some job, nine to five, making okay money. You're making already tortillas. starting businesses. Uh, that was when I was 18. Um, did that sure for a minute, but like, I respect people who start their own business because that's a big leap of faith. Like you, Jindran, it's a handful of other people in Houston. Like if you can say that you're your own boss, uh, it's got to be a great feeling, and you make your own hours. Yeah, it's, it's, I got kind of lucky, honestly. I just looked up like ways to make money online on YouTube, and then I found this like getting into phone flipping, um, and then I just like did that on the side. Till eventually it paid more than my job, and I'm like, all right, fuck it, let me get out of here. You know? And so, <laughs> That's yeah. nice. 
But that, yeah, man, just fuck. Shout out to even though we talk shit about Google, man, that motherfucker helps. You know? <laughs> yeah, that exactly. shit will. You can get your freedom through Google, man. YouTube, all that shit. That's the, so. I think like technology can solve a lot of the world's problems, but it's going to create oh. all different new ones that we don't know about. It's yeah. It's it's a it's fifty fifty. You get good shit. You're gonna get bad shit with this technology, and it's so. You just got to kind of protect yourself and just be smart, man. We got to, it's the wild, wild west. Right. You know, it's the new version of that. So where do you see us being in like five years? What's the world going to look like? <laughs> Crystal ball for us. Five years. What's that? 2026? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Bitcoin's going to be a million dollars. That's what a lot of uh, experts have been saying. And I believe it. Uh because a lot of people, before Bitcoin hit 60K this year, predict, predicted it would be 60K at this time. And there's like, they explain the math on it. And yeah, I, I think we should invest in Bitcoin if you haven't already. Uh, what, about, lot, what about GameStop? What are your thoughts on that? Fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to stocks, you just gotta. It's, that's, fu- it's fake. It's all, it's, it's all fake. Yeah. Funny thing about GameStop, people think that the people. We're like, let's fucking show the man. Let's invest in GameStop. <laughs> That's not what it is. A bunch of hedge fund, hedge fund motherfuckers yep. with big money were like, man, let's fucking, let's, let's fuck around. Let's put this shit in GameStop. And this shit went crazy. And people were like, oh my God, yeah, let's, yeah, we're doing it. And then it lost money. And then it's, so many people lost money and shit. And it's, it's high right now. But yeah, don't fuck with that. It's still way, 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 way higher than it well, should it be. It still is, yeah. <laughs> it was like $5 for like five years. And now it's still like 150 or something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fake. It's all. That's what, that's what scared the shit out of me when I was looking into that. I was like, yeah. this stock market is, is it really not based on anything? Like, is it really, you can push things up and down at, on a whim? Like GameStop, by no, you anyone can't. who's thinking logically, GameStop should be going down. Like brick and mortar, everything, nothing needs a retail store anymore. You buy video games on the system now because there's so much storage. You can buy it from like the PlayStation channel or, mm-hmm. or whatever the Xbox channel is. So what is there a need for GameStop? So the fact that it, the guy who bet against it yeah. that caused this whole thing was probably right. Right. But because these hedge fund guys who knew how, like, look, this guy's really exposed. These hedge funds are exposed. If we fuck them and we drive the price up even for a little while, we'll get super rich, and we'll make it look like it's this like uprising to stick it to the man, and it's all yeah. bullshit. And all these guys made a ton of money, and all the people who are gonna make money on GameStop have already made their money and <laughs> right, they're gone. Right. Those are the insiders. Those are the ones making the real exactly. money. If you're trying to get with GameStop, and it's the at the price it's at now, man, good luck to you. Yeah, it's well, I felt bad though. Uh, so I had a coworker. He told me about this. I, he's a big redditor, so I don't. He, uh, he knew what Wall Street bets was probably not right away, but he got onto it pretty quick. Um, and he's like, "Hey, you, you investing in GameStop? You hear about this?" He's telling me about it. I'm like, "GameStop? Fuck no! I'm not investing in that company. <laughs> Fuck that!" Uh, and then he tells us, telling me about it, and it's like was going up. And this was still when it was probably a. A solid week before it like really exploded. January twenty seventh. I remember that shit. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, if I were you, I would not. This seems like a trap. It seems like you're gonna get fucked. Um, I don't think that what I said had any sway on him. Hmm. But if he had, he'd made a ton of money. But he invested late, and then it went down. He he got. I can't remember what the term is, but basically, 
he didn't have the nerve to see it go lower, sort of lose more money. Oh, he so he out. sold out. And then it got back up again. He bought up. it again <laughs> and then sold it lower. I'm like, dude, what the f-? Like, do one or the other. So if I would ever invest in something like that, like some kind of like, this is a fad. Like if you invest in this, you, you'll make some money. I'm only investing it enough to where if I lose it all, it's whatever. Like Vegas. If I go to Vegas or uh, Louisiana, I'll go with a certain amount of money. If I lose it all, oh, well. Right. Because if you have that like, kind of like, ooh, it's just a little bit, I'll save a little bit of money if I get out now, you're going to fucking yourself. And also, I'm the kind of guy, if it gets to a certain mark, I'm out. If I make a certain amount of money, yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, I could always go higher. I'm more pessimistic, like, oh, the bottom could fall out at any second. <laughs> right. It's like, I, there's no way I could get this lucky. But the stocks yeah. fucking scare me. That's what, like, the, the whole argument, so that's the one thing I don't like. Um, and I wouldn't call it capitalism. It's like cronyism. Like these insiders in America, mm. they take care of each other. Yeah. And there is like a, you can't get into that. Yeah. The big, most dogs. people, the whales is what they call exactly. it. Exactly. And it's, they start, and what's, what's fucked up is when they start throwing their weight around to make the system unfair. So like this, this GameStop thing was David kind of, getting back at Goliath, but... That's uh, what it looks like, but it's, it's, it's a weird little thing. I wouldn't even mess with it. Yeah, it's not even a good metaphor, yeah. but, but so many times, like my buddy, like the one who invested, he sent me these links to these, these hedge fund guys, and there's a really good... This guy, he's Australian, he like breaks down stocks like he's teaching a class, and mm-hmm. he broke down this whole situation. It was really interesting. I'll send you a link. You'd probably like it a lot. But um, he talks about these other well-known Wall Street investors like they run these big hedge funds and he shows these clips of like this is over like a two-year span where they have a big investment in something and they don't tell people but they're like on these shows we're like the sky is falling sell get out of here this is a this is a big big bubble when their whole time what they're trying to do is drive these prices down to make money yeah like how is that that's like that seems like manipulation oh yes which there should be laws against that and all the insiders are all in on it and they're fucking the little man. But I am worried that because of GameStop, more and more people that don't know what they're doing are going to get involved. Like, I'm like, I don't want, I want nothing to do with learning how stocks work because it's, I don't want that to be my career. Cause I feel like you have to have that be a huge passion for you to ever know what you're doing. And I have zero passion for it. I feel you. Like I, I'm too risk averse, but yeah, people are going to get in cause they think it's a hot fat and going to lose their ass. And then they're going to be fucked. Like people's savings are going to be gone. And then what are you going to do now? All I can say is do your research before you fuck with that stuff. Because, yeah, that's money. Don't fuck around with your money, man. You're <laughs> yeah. going broke out here trying to make a quick buck. Good luck, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very, very hard to make a quick buck. Oh, please. <laughs> it's not easy. Yes. Uh, there's very few shortcuts. So what's the next for you? Have you... Do you have a business name? Are you what's the next? You doing the phone thing now? You gonna be a uh, is it mogul? It's the word for it, right? Oh, mogul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, one day. Right now, it's just like uh, you know, it's just paying the bills and uh, you know, living living comfortably. But uh, yeah, I have in in the future, I want to do a lot more other shit. You know, have like products and shit, like make product. Like that's a real business to me. I'm just I'm just reselling. You know. Mm-hmm. 
And because iPhones and shit, they go for a thousand dollars. So I'm gonna make a little sum of that. But uh, yeah, comedy, of course. That shit. Every other day, I'm like, I don't. Am I still want to do this shit? Yeah, don't yeah. give up on. But comedy. I love, I love comedy though. It's just like, <laughs> goddamn, it's, it's so much effort. The grind getting to you. So much energy. You gotta, yeah. Just you just stay up super late. I'm like, goddamn, I could be a millionaire if I just like quit comedy and just focused on <laughs> business and shit. But I love it. I love comedy. So hopefully later down the road we'll make that shit pop. One thing um, that is, yeah, worrisome. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on capitalism, <laughs> <laughs> but. Love it. So Bill Gates, richest guy in the world for a long time, and he would do these interviews. He didn't take a single day off his entire 20s. Hmm. Not a single day. He worked seven days a week, 365, all the time. And he was working long-ass hours. Hmm. And I was like, that's kind of spooky. If, I mean, I, for the, to be the richest guy in the world, by all means, he, that makes sense. He's working like insane. I mean, when but you I start, I just want to be wealthy and comfortable. Like this, yeah, which I think in America is easily doable. Um, but to be that ultra rich, you got to hustle your ass off. Yeah, and gotta, get lucky. You got to love what you do. I mean, if you're Bill Gates, I don't love anything that much <laughs> yeah. other than YouTube. <laughs> right. If I can make millions watching YouTube, that might make that might be cool. Actually, even that, I'll get bored of pretty quickly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's life. <laughs> yeah. It's a bleak ass outlook. Yeah. So, what's next for you, comedy wise? Uh, comedy wise, I have a show on Saturday. What's that? The second. Third, the third of April, uh, Katie vibes with uh, what's Bo his name? Hernandez. Bo Hernandez and the boys. Are you on it? No, no. Okay, it's, it's, it's like three. It's like three. It's three. <laughs> three white dudes that look like you. So I'm like, it's one of the handsome men. I did not know how I didn't get admit. Bald with beards. Yeah, that's, Dan that's, Hornstein probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Cantwell. Steve Cantwell. Probably. Those are your twins right there. Yeah. Thanks, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> Just people that look like me. Yeah. Actually, I started, I think, around the same time as Bo. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's booked a lot more shows. Um, yeah, good for him. Stop comparing, man. You'll be all right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, just same old shit. Just hitting open mics throughout the city, man. Support the scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, of course, you know, my podcast, Typical Misfit, you know, talking shit, ranting. Do you have any new hot conspiracies that we should be aware of? Do you fuck with Q? Nah, that's too much. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I've, I've gone on 4chan. I got lost. I don't know what's going on. It's just a bunch of shit. Um, but yeah, just the, uh, what's the main conspiracy? I think China is a problem. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think that's, yeah. Yeah, I think Biden is, uh, he's, he's bought and sold. I think he's, I think Biden is about to, Whatever China's doing, he's about to bring that shit over here. And uh, all the fucking social, secu- uh, social like the credit shit, the credit system they have in China. On. I think social that's they're going to they're gonna implement that. He's trying to put a, ta- a mileage tax on us to, to pay for roads and, and infrastructure and shit. So, yeah, I don't like Biden. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's a mess. But I think, hey, like I said, just fucking try to get your money up and that's going to save you. Let your money save you because it's going to be expensive here. Oh, yeah. Inflation's about to get crazy. So uh, I mentioned Bitcoin. If you don't believe it, I think Bitcoin's the truth, honestly. It's the digital gold. 
Somebody was talking about that the other day. Like, um, what was it? Oh, they're, I feel like, and it's, I can't trust the people who are talking is on Bill Maher's show, uh, Real Time. And there's this guy who's like a cyber, big cybersecurity guy, worked for the government. Hmm. And I feel, I just feel like there's, if it makes it to TV, it's tied to some bank somewhere. They're telling him what to say. Mm. And he's saying, oh, yeah, Bitcoin's a big problem because that's how so much illegal money is earned. Shit. Like, motherfucker, like, this is a problem because Goldman Sachs or whoever's paying your, your paycheck wants you to say it's a problem. <laughs> but I, I get what they're saying. It's like anonymous money and that that would be a great place. Do you know what you can do with a dollar bill? What kind of shit it's you can do with a dollar bill? It's dollars worth of dollar bills, though. I mean, still, yeah. No, I, like I, said, yeah I agree I get, with yeah, you, but yeah. like, I feel like until banks get their big chunk, because mm-hmm. like I remember the the Winklevoss twins that were involved in the start of Facebook. They're big Bitcoin guys now. Like that's what they. That's like their big thing. And there's yeah. a lot of value of Bitcoin, the technology. But I feel like until banks can get their cut, right? It's, it's literally, and, and they own politicians, so politicians will never vote for it. Right, but if it, it could be its own third party or not third or other option, mm-hmm. but that's the thing is like I don't understand jack shit about Bitcoin. You mine it. What Research the fuck, is, the fuck out of it. What the fuck does he mean mining something? I'm not getting a pickaxe or Cause hard there's, hat. Because <laughs> there's, uh, there's there's only going to be 21 million Bitcoin in circulation ever. Right now, it's only like, it's 18 something million. So. Uh, there are people. There's people out there that can mine it with these computers and shit. I think you 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 can still do it with your own computer, but that's a whole another thing. Uh, but the fact that there's a limited supply, right? With money that we have now, dollars is they're printing it like crazy, so it has no value. It's slowly the value is just yeah. decreasing. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're so, not still on the gold standard? <laughs> oh yeah, since 1971, we've been just fucking winging. You a big it. Andrew Jackson fan? <laughs> Nah. He hated the Federal Reserve. He oh, wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the $20 bill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for guy. now. Yeah. He's, he's the one getting replaced, right? He tried to do the greenbacks, I think. Yeah, he was he was a nut. Like he oh, had, was that uh, Lincoln? He was, uh, I know Andrew Jackson like had like 30 duels in his life. Yeah, or something where he, he was crazy. Yeah, he was a savage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson named me too. Shout out. <laughs> oh, that wild motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like do you it. think he, he's always, he, Jackson's young, he's a young guy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him do really, really well, but I don't know if like, he gets in his own way a lot. I like right, comics like that because he has no filter, but mm-hmm. he just but he says crazy shit, and I think that's gonna take him a long way. I've seen a lot of comics like that go far, so I think he's got a great future. Yeah, so he's a, he does stuff like so. Drew Hallway, he's crazy, but yeah. it's a controlled crazy. Yeah, like Drew I, Drew always knows what he's doing. I think for the most part, he does these bits yeah. that are ridiculous, but he he's in on it. There's other people that are out there that. I'm not saying not Jackson. There are people who are crazy, crazy. Uh, Jackson, I think, is just young. Um, but there's some crazy people out there that they don't know that they're being crazy. They think they're being completely mm-hmm. logical, like your Sam Warren Palmers, uh, <laughs> a handful of other people. But um, I see what you're saying. It's I, such an insider joke. Like nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about. No, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I feel yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's. So you think there needs to be an edge to be good at comedy? I mean... Start talking about your semen retention shit on stage. <laughs> yeah, I could, but I'm, I don't know what's funny about that. 
You know, if you can't find out a joke about cum, <laughs> yeah. like how hard are you trying, dude? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, an edge, I think, yeah, that's definitely important. But everybody's got their own style, so I don't, I don't knock nobody. Do your thing, you know. Yeah. That's how I look at it. So I feel like if there is a niche that you could be filled with Dylan Alexander, it's like it's like an ultra edgy, talking about things that are the fringe kind of talk <coughs> stuff. There'd be a market for that. I mean, yeah. you're definitely I mean, going to run the risk of like not getting can- people like trying to cancel you. Now, whether you take a canceling or not, that's another thing. Yeah. Which, unless like a somebody who runs a couple of clubs tries to cancel somebody, but it could be get a mar- yeah. big market because like there's nobody talking about these kinds of things in a comedy way. But right, I just like to talk about real shit that people think about but don't really want to mention. Mm-hmm. You know, like the elephant in the room type deal. Yeah, it's kind of my shit. So what shit? So we look up research after today. Like what? What would you advise people look this up? God damn! I gave you about five things, Adam. Okay, what else? <laughs> what else? Uh, <laughs> what else uh, where are some people we should be following? Whether it's even local scene, comics wise, shows that you think people are not getting enough attention, or uh, or it could be YouTube channels or whatever. Hmm. Um, there's this guy on YouTube called The Saint in the Center. Mm-hmm. I think it's really dope. He's like a former pimp turned CEO businessman who drops a lot of uh, philosophical shit. And uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of people would like him. If you Same. if you like this podcast and what we talked about, I think you would like like him. Check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna go check. I'm going to this conference in Vegas that he's at next month. I just assume so, you're going to see uh, Wells. Is him at Wells and Big Baby? Oh, I don't even. I think he's there, right? back in Houston now. Actually. Oh, is he? Yeah, Tristan. Tristan Wells. Yeah, I but seen him a while. Vegas got a nice little comedy scene. I'm gonna go do some spots out there. I got a homie out there from Tampa that I know. But yeah, anyways, yeah. So you going to this conference? It's a couple of days. It's a couple of days. Yeah. Especially. You do any gambling while you're there? No, nah, I'm gonna try not to. I'm not a gambler like that. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Spit some game, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of hoes out there. Quite literally, yes. Literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I heard people just getting turning into pimps on accident. Like this she's looking for a pimp. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, that might be some <laughs> rationalization. Uh yeah, it's too normal out there. <laughs> fucking but Yeah, so what was it that came up recently? I think I don't know if it was on. I think it was on Bill Maher again, where he's like, it was like anti-drug war stuff. But then they also talk about that shooting that happened in Atlanta, and they're like, well, this is these places exist because prostitution's illegal, kind of a thing. And they went and talked about that. So where do you? Let this be the last question. I've asked you a thousand <laughs> questions. So where do you come down on like legalizing or making things illegal that are like a vice, whether it's drugs, sex, can be all kinds of things. Um, you know, you, you mentioned in prostitution. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you might as well legalize it. It's always, it's never going away, no matter it's what the you do. Profession. Yeah, and uh, like I know, actually, I know a prostitute. Uh, she doesn't have a pimp. It's pretty weird. I like kind of might be considering being a pimp right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought a few times, but uh, I don't know about. It. I'm not dabbling in the underworld like that, but uh. Yeah, I think it's just if if we make it legal, then it'd be just less dangerous 
right? And these women are going to do it anyway. So it's like, you might as well just make it. There's a lot of money in it. So I don't see why you wouldn't just do it. And it'd be a lot safer, cleaner, whatever. But uh, yeah, I think that should definitely. And then as far as drugs and shit, we'll see how, uh, what's it, Oregon? They legalized everything. Everything? I think, yeah. Yeah, they, I think they, yeah, that sounds right. Because so, it's been done overseas a bunch of times. Yeah, like yeah. Portugal. Portugal, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think go ahead and legalize everything. People are going to do what they're going to do regardless. So it's like, yeah, we clear up the prisons for shit that's actually bad, bad, you know? Mm-hmm. That's one thing I liked um, Biden. I don't know if it's gone into effect or not, but he, like, he made it to where, I don't know if it was illegal to have for-profit prisons. Because mm. that, that oh, incentivizes yeah. them to keep people there. You can like, literally invest in prisons. That's, 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 that's fucked up. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so fucked up. It's crazy. Not yeah. only that, it's the for-profit prisons. Prisoners don't get health care. They're treated terrible. Oh, it's Well, I'm it's, not crying for prisoners. No, here's the thing. <laughs> Obviously, if you're in prison, you need to pay the price for your crimes. But at the same time, if we have some prisons that have, let's say, halfway decent health care and other ones where guys aren't getting needed medication for their heart or whatever, mm. and they're just doing it because, oh, well, we can save money and the company can get more money by not giving the prisoners their medication, mm. that's um, there's a moral problem there. Yeah, so it's like, damn, I didn't get locked up in Colorado. I got fucking locked in, in fucking right. middle of nowhere. You know? Oh, my, my grandma, um, she used to be like a chaplain at a prison up near Kasi. It's like a north of, like way, way north of Willis, like just north mm. of here. And she would talk about the conditions of this place. She's like, yeah, this prison doesn't have air conditioning in yeah. Texas. And they're not allowed to open their windows because like the, and it was an all woman's prison. And like, they would like throw trash out of these windows. So like, all right, we'll just lock the windows. They can't open them anymore. And people were like getting like heat exhaustion all the time. I was like, whoa. And what are you going to do? Complain to HR? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You complain, you get, you get put in solitary confinement or or you get rations taken away or privileges taken away. So yeah, I was like, ooh, that is really bad. Like, it gets so fucking hot in Texas. Yeah. That's like mm. inhumane. There's, there's like a... There's a because obviously you can't there, you got to treat people like at least I think you can't treat people like animals either because mm-hmm. if you treat people like animals then they'll start to behave like animals and then if you say oh well we're trying to reform you well then if someone commits a crime then what are you essentially doing you're just locking them up and throwing away the key mm. which I think in America you go in petty criminal you come out a felon like, right and it's like I don't know what the answer is but it's definitely not that right in my opinion. Yeah, but, I think we just need some type of morals in this country. There's nobody cares about morals. It's it's dollars first, you know. I mean, we talked about capitalism, but it's got to be like some kind of balance. But but that's the thing is like your morals are different than my morals are different than somebody right. else's morals. And our morals are definitely changing. Just in our lives, have gotten mm. very different. And like you were talking about the school stuff, like we'll see how that plays out. But um, yeah, things are times are changing. Interesting time to be alive. A life. Oh. <laughs> alive. Dear God. Oh, yeah. But I think the I blame uh, big media and social media. You can go fuck yourselves. That's what's making everyone's life worse. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what's the, what are the... We never give that shit out. We need to start giving that shit out. More. Come on, man. Promote your shit. Yeah. This platform yeah. and use it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Go check us out. Uh, I'm on a show on. Oh, that won't matter. It's on Thursday. Uh, I got a couple shows coming up, but I completely forgot about them all. Well, good job. 
Yep. <laughs> Who's on next week? Oh, <laughs> Matt Rogers. Nice. On uh, next week. Thanks, Dylan, for coming out. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I, th- I'm glad. I, 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 there's so many more things I want to talk about that I'm just like. Uh, oh, yeah. I feel like we can go on for hours. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on. Hey, yeah. man. I, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you very much. Blues Blast. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.